Kelsey Tanner, and today I want to talk about self-doubt, and I think we've covered this on the podcast before. To be honest, I have to go back and check pretty much every week to make sure that I'm not like going back and redoing a topic that's already been covered. That that being said, it's been a few years since the podcast started, and I think that I'm learning new perspectives all the time, and I just, you know, want to share them with you. But self-doubt today, I'm not talking about in terms of what is it, why does it happen, though of course I'm gladly going to, to share that as well, but some people say, and I don't know if you've come across this, but some people say, oh, self-doubt is essential. Like doubting yourself is essential to actually being successful and creating maybe like a performance that you're really proud of or winning an audition, that self-doubt is essential. And I think people tend to say this if they're not doubting their worth. <laughs> so we're diving right in here. We are, we're going... We are, um, we're going deep very quickly and that's okay. Um, but I think that, you know, of course, second guessing and questioning ourselves can make for an amazing creative process, right? So when we're practicing, we're thinking, oh, I don't, is that really, you know, what I want it to be? Or is that really the the best I can do? Is that really the best way to go about this phrase? Is that really blah, blah, blah? Is that really the best way to be consistent? And I think that it's really important to notice that all of these things are not self-doubt. They're like playing doubts, right? Can I do this? Or is this possible? That is an okay doubt if you're not saying, is this possible for me? Because otherwise I've wasted the last 10 years of practicing or playing your instrument or whatever it is. That is really different. So I think that when we have doubts and we do second guess ourselves and we question ourselves and we're in a creative process and we're curious and we're learning, that's something totally different from, oh, well, can I even do this? I'm not good enough. I don't even know what I was thinking. I can't even believe I thought that I would be good enough to get into this thing or that thing. That's a really different path to go down. Because especially if you're conflating your worth and your um, musicianship and your worth and how well you play your instrument, not even how well you play your instrument, how many accolades you have at your instrument, right? Because a lot of times we don't actually acknowledge the value that we already possess. And we, we just kind of turn to our accolades in our bio to just make sure that we've done it. And don't get me wrong, I have all of my degrees framed for a reason because I do forget all of the things I have accomplished. However, I also have learned to value every note that I play on my flute 
right? I do think that that has inherent value. And if someone decides to choose me for an audition I take or a competition I've entered, great. If they don't, my flute playing does not have less value because of that. Anyway, that's an aside. <laughs> and I, and to go along with this aside is another aside, which is when we think about it, think about someone who just won an audition today. Like, let's pretend someone just won an audition today. Are they now better than they were yesterday? Probably not. I'm pretty sure they could have played the same audition yesterday. Are they now better at their instrument because someone chose them? Probably not. Actually, definitely not. Because they are exactly the same amount of good as they were today and yesterday. I think this is a really important thing to remember because when we doubt ourselves and it really feels like we should quit or it feels like what we're doing doesn't matter or it feels like we're never going to be the one picked, we need to remember that the people who are picked don't choose their... It wasn't them who picked them. They didn't pick themselves, right? I mean, maybe they did in terms of like being on their own team and all that stuff, right? Like that I talk about all the time. But they did not make anyone choose them because they're just magic, right? What happens is we do the best that we can and then someone picks us or not. So when we have self-doubt like am I really ever going to be able to do this am I really going to be successful like I just don't know what like if I can't even place high in my grad school auditions like how do I think I'm ever going to get an orchestra job right like all of these doubts that go into our mind that aren't related to our actual creative process like, these are the dangerous ones, right? And self-doubt kicks in when you're feeling fear, right? If you're afraid that you won't be successful, then you doubt yourself, and then you try to, like, hustle practice. <laughs> That's what I call it. You try to hustle practice your way out of feeling either inadequate or doubting yourself or not feeling worthy enough, right? And the reason that doesn't work is because you might get better at the flute, but your belief system hasn't shifted. Like you don't think you're good now without thinking you're good, right? So I don't think there's any harm in thinking, hey, I'm a really amazing musician. I'm a really good musician. And, or I'm a musician. You don't even just say it you're good. You just say, I'm a musician. If you play music, you are a musician. Congratulations, right? So I'm a musician. And go from there, right? I'm a musician and I practice because I'm a musician and I play music. Okay, here I am. This is where I am today. Where do I want to go? The reason that it's so hard to weather self-doubt, and I don't even want to say weather, but allow it to come into your mind and like 
let it go and disagree with it and know it's not true even though it comes up is because it's coming internally from within us. It's not something that people are necessarily saying to us, though sometimes we kind of project that on our teachers or mentors or something like that. That happens a lot. But our self-doubt comes from being afraid. If our brain can convince us to stay safe and not risk anything emotionally by doing auditions or competitions, which are extraordinarily emotionally painful experiences, then they why wouldn't our brain try to like not have us do that it's the same as like I don't want to touch a hot stove because I know it will be painful like we know it's going to be painful going into most auditions but we do it anyway now why we do it anyway I've kind of covered that in the last couple episodes when push comes to shove we just choose to do it anyway and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with believing in yourself and doing doing music even when your self-doubt or even other people's doubts say that you know maybe you shouldn't do this maybe you should give it up the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because people who are self-assured in that they are musicians they are good musicians and they feel like kind of secure in that can you know say oh self-doubt is actually good like I couldn't live without my self-doubt it keeps me in check they don't have the same issues as most people who listen to this podcast like just to be honest right and not everyone who's a musician has these confidence issues where they don't feel confident either even after like all their degrees right some people just do really love how they play and they love what like how they are a musician and that's great this is not for you (laughs) so I just want to mention that because sometimes we get this advice like oh use your self-doubt to make yourself better and it's like if you're doubting your worthiness as a human and you're doubting like fundamental things like good enoughness or capability, do not listen to that. That is not the self-doubt you want to use. The self-doubt you want to use is like, oh, maybe there's a different way I could be thinking about this passage. Like, oh, is this really the best I can do? Maybe I can go further. I would say that's healthy self-doubt, right? I don't think that those people are talking about exactly the same thing all the time. So I wanted to speak on that because I heard someone say that recently and I think there's validity in it. But if you're still questioning, like, am I a worthy human based on my ability to play my instrument? Like we are in a different place. Like that's a different thing. And I just want to mention, because I was going over some old sort of self-coaching from an audition last year. I, I feel like this is something that I'm going to be super honest about. I, I've coached myself during practicing for auditions because it's such a pressurized 
situation where you have literally one shot for like five to ten minutes if you're lucky you know and you pay all this money and you travel all this way and it's it's just something that I think is important to talk about because when you're under pressure your brain will also start doubting you more and more and I think also self-doubt when it's outcome related is where we're not we're not even going to go there right self-doubt when it's outcome related is usually just negative self-talk right so it's like this one thought I had personally this is something I coached myself on um last year was my thought was you can't win if you sound like that and I felt really defeated and discouraged and then more and more self-doubt came up and I started to believe it wasn't worth it to take this audition and started to you know, not believe in myself. And when that happens, you likely won't win because you don't think you're good enough. And so if you don't think you're good enough to win the audition, like you're not going to play like someone who's going to win. And, and that's just, I've, I truly do believe that just because, because of my experience, But also because if you don't actually, like, if you don't think you're good enough to win the job, getting the job would make you feel so much more anxious (laughs) because then you actually have to do it. So there's a self-sabotage element in there with that cognitive dissonance, right? If you don't think you're good enough to do the job and you can't win the job, more self-doubt comes up and the chances get lower and lower that you're going to play how you really want to in that audition. And, I, you know, I coached myself. I, I came to a place where I said, you know, it's possible to mess up in the practice room and still win the audition. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> That's a thought I'm going to keep. So another part of this is I was getting nervous because I was playing for a former teacher. And I was thinking, you know, I know it's good to do. I'm going to do my best to be present as I work with them and um, and as I do my mock auditions. And then I had a thought during Voliere, the Carnival of the Animals excerpt um, that day, and it said, <laughs> my brain just said, you shouldn't be doing this. You should probably just quit. Unprompted, thank you so much, brain, but I'm not... I'm not going to see it's outcome based like I should just quit like what that is that the self-doubt that I want to use is that good for me I don't think so (laughs) right so I think you know you could probably already tell whether self-doubt was good for you or not right but I wanted to clarify that because I think sometimes we think oh imposter syndrome's good because then you work harder it's like not always (laughs) And if, if you haven't felt that sort of feeling where like, oh, it's good for me to doubt myself because then I really like leave every stone unturned. It's like, if that's not how you operate and you hear a bunch of people saying that, know that you're not alone because it's not how I operate either. And so I just wanted to chat about that this week because if you're feeling self-doubt, if you're feeling discouraged, 
know that you don't have to take that doubt seriously. It's likely that your brain is just trying to protect you from any painful emotional process that you've gone through. Like it doesn't want to do that again. Right? And so that's why I think having a plan for after auditions, like a mental plan for not only before and during an audition, but after an audition is is actually going to be the thing that creates a sustainable career. Because there is no amount of like mental preparation for only the moment that will prepare you for the disappointment. Because statistically, it's likely to happen. Most people don't win all the auditions they take, right? (laughs) So that's what I love to coach on because it ensures that no matter what, you're not gonna take these doubts seriously. And that's exactly what I help my clients with. And if you're interested in coaching one-on-one, I have a free preliminary call for everyone and I really just love talking to people about this stuff so even if you just want to sign up for 45 minutes and like you're not sure about whether you want to coach with me or not that's okay too and we can just chat so I hope that this was at least a little bit helpful I know that self-doubt is something that I struggled with and even when I couldn't name what self-doubt was it was just it was negativity. It was my brain being really scared to continue. Um, and knowing that part of you is just scared can hopefully lead to some sort of compassion within yourself. Um, so I hope you can find that compassion this week and I hope you have a wonderful week.